0: Welcome to our podcast. This is Stick With Us. I'm Carolina. And
1: I'm still (laughs) a (laughs) wrist.
0: And this is our third episode. You can catch us on stickwithus.net.
1: Yes, our blog site with more information about the topics we are going to talk about. And what are we talking about?
0: Well, today we're going to talk about uh, a little bit of our belief system, things that we believe, things we don't, religion, philosophy, etc. And on something easier, maybe, we're going to talk about where where have we been living or lived, and where we came from.
1: What did we learn?
0: Yeah, what we wouldn't do again.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: And where definitely we're not gonna come back to. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you know what I'm you you know what I mean.
1: Yeah, I mean I, I think everybody has that place if you wanna move moved away from your small hometown or even a big hometown, but if you didn't feel like you belonged.
0: Exactly. So do you wanna jump right on that or do you wanna go from the other one?
1: so yeah we can talk about first about the moving part Uh, so uh, as you know about my history that i come from quite small city or town and it's top five cities in finland but in let's say european global scale even like uh, maybe like a town or even a village in in let's say in some no, kind. don't
0: exaggerate. It's not that small. It's just that. Uh, it was me and the plumber Joe. <laughs> no, that's not. It's not like that. I have been there. Come on, it's just that. Uh, for well, we are in Finland. Mm. If you don't know, we have we we mentioned that before. But yeah. if you are arriving just now, we are both here in Finland, and we live in the capital, Helsinki. Helsinki has maybe like 650, not even 700,000 people. Mm. Maybe like a million and something if you count the metropolitan area. Yes. And Oulu, maybe it's like, I don't know, a quarter of that?
1: Yeah, 100 to 200,000, something like that range.
0: Yeah, because... The thing about Oulu, that it spreads a lot.
1: Yes, there is like the saying that in Helsinki, you can get by with public transportation buses Mm -hmm. and trams, but if you go to Oulu or let's say Rovaniemi or any of these other cities, even Jyväskylä, you need to have a car or, or a bicycle or something to move around.
0: Yeah, here in Helsinki, you can, at least when you are closer to the city center, you definitely if you are in the you know, on the way that the trams and the trains are you mm. definitely don't need a car. Yeah. And if you don't drive like me, that's a good thing, but you miss driving.
1: I miss driving. I miss the freedom of like, okay, I'm gonna go to place X that it's not necessarily so good to go with the bus or something. I I can I can go to I don't know, Ikea to shop something and <laughs> bring it. I don't need to rent a van to buy we should make an episode
0: about ikea yeah
1: (laughs) isn't there a joke about uh, couples test that if you go as a couple to ikea on saturday evening (laughs) and if you survive it's meant to be
0: well maybe we are meant to be because we have done (laughs) that so many times in different countries even so that's a good thing but then explain for the people that don't know uh because you were born and raised in Oulu so what happened to you that you decided to start moving
1: Yeah i mean of course i was uh born and raised uh in 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 my opinion it was like a normal city and for my parents for example it's it's considered a big city because they came from a smaller place even
0: mm-hmm.
1: and that what that would mean that even though it was perfectly fine, there was all services and, you know, stores, and um, I don't know, even like, okay, I don't know these people, even though you walk a street. Like, it's not like maybe in the countryside that you know everybody mm-hmm. in, the, in that place. But for me, it started to get too, uh, like, familiar. Mm-hmm. I was looking out of the window and thinking, like, no way. Like, mm-hmm. I'm I'm not going to spend my early 20s early 30s something like that after university after polytechnic like I'm I'm not gonna start like just okay what did you do with your life oh I <laughs> stayed here where I happened to be born
0: yeah I, I, I think there's lots of people that think like that
1: yeah I mean if you're born in in San Francisco it doesn't mean that you have to stay in San Francisco you can try
0: it doesn't mean that you like it either
1: yeah I mean even if if you happen to be born in 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 your case, uh, you have been born in in let's say a big no, city.
0: No. Yeah, I can talk about my city. It's relatively big, but not the biggest. The biggest is good. More good. Uh, yeah, more good. As me, me speak mm-hmm. English good. Uh, not the biggest, but quite big, at least like state capital. Mm-hmm. Because, of course, Brazil, it's like the States. We have so much bigger uh, places that we can talk state-wise. Yes, yes. The States are the size of many European countries.
1: Yeah, you don't have to even talk about... In my opinion, because I have been there a couple of times, that you don't have to talk about Sao Paulo or, or Rio or something like that. There are big cities, even, like, of course, smaller than those, but still... Mm -hmm. like considered big cities with like a couple million five million population
0: and then what happened that you you came here to Helsinki and then what
1: yeah then then i thought that okay now now it's like oh i i made it (laughs) like this is this is the shit (laughs) and uh and after a while it is like that like you 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 think that oh if i can survive here if i can manage to do like normal life here maybe maybe i am like pretty independent and i can mm-hmm. i can do things by myself but then after a while it starts to be like the same like okay now i know that this place is here and this is how i do it and this is usually where the concerts are and if i want to do this i'll go there and then it starts to be quite routine-like and I don't feel like this is the place for me mm-hmm. like I don't necessarily think about the size-wise but just because it, it, it doesn't seem to have like for example anything special like I don't I don't see anything that I wouldn't get for example in, in Germany or mm-hmm. UK
0: yeah and then that was the time that we met mm-hmm. around that you were living here I was already a very seasoned traveler by this point. you were already
1: studying abroad.
0: Yeah, multiple times. So uh, we're trying to put the timelines together now. So I was born in Brazil from an Italian family. And I think the first time I went abroad, I was 16 years old. And then I put in my mind that I'm going to go and live. In the United States, I took a gap year mm. between uh, graduating high school and starting college, and I went to New York. Uh, sometimes I question myself; if it was the best choice because it was kind of like throwing like myself to the lions. Mm. New York is quite a big city, and it's very, very like uh, impressive when you arrive there.
1: Yeah, you always talk about the the. When you arrive, you start to see the size, the skyline.
0: Yeah, it's always amazing. And my, I was born in a city in the south of Brazil called Porto Alegre. We have maybe like a million and a half people there, or so, state capital. So not the smallest, but not the biggest like São Paulo. That's mm. like 16 million people. And after I came back from the states, I came back for college. But still thinking, where would I want to go? Yeah, And then I, I, I had this idea, okay, I already had a cousin studying in Spain, and I went there, got a scholarship for my master's mm-hmm. in Spain, and then I met you. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I always wonder what is it like when you were first arriving, and it's not exactly like, uh, how would you say, the super bachelor had, or it was like one room studio apartment with the, what is it a loft apart a loft uh, bed and it, it like single yeah. mattress that is like a uh, like a like a size of a stamp and we we tried <laughs> to manage
0: the thing about the loft bed it's very nice when you have it as a spare bed for example for a guest or somebody who's coming for a short period of time but for your everyday bed mm-hmm. I think it's not the most convenient and I'm happy that my party and drinking days were over <laughs> yes. because I have never had to do it drunk yeah so then we decided to get married so I moved here to Finland so I was already Brazil United States Spain and Finland
1: yes and of course uh, like I have I have been in let's say, I've been with my parents as a kid to Mm -hmm. Cyprus and stuff. And I imagine you have also been like on vacations and stuff, but not like uh, living.
0: Exactly. And sometimes when you go on vacation, most places are really nice and you enjoy yourself. The thing is that uh, it's not how you can measure exactly being a good place to live, because there are so many things you don't have to deal with. Mm-hmm. For example, when I moved here to Finland, it was an odyssey just to open a bank account. Yeah, exactly. You know, and and even when I was in Spain, also I had to take all kinds of papers and things like that, because also the the bank account and sometimes people don't want to rent apartments or the rules are difficult difficult no, sorry the rules are different true True. if you are a foreigner even if you are in this case because we are in europe from european union mm. some people even you as a finnish because we came back and then they were like oh you haven't been here for a while yeah. so we we have we have to apply different rules and we're like what
1: yeah after after you after you came and uh, we lived here in Helsinki for a bit like uh, a couple of years or so yeah and then i got a job in in uk in ireland
0: no no you passed the uk because you got the job that was for scotland and you passed it because we couldn't we, be there like in, in like a weekend,, yeah. and then you took the doubling job,
1: yeah, and then we ended up staying there for over a year, almost a year and a half almost two and then and then we thought, okay, enough with the rain, <laughs> yeah, and uh most likely also like we were missing things like uh for example, the central heating that we didn't have and Of course, the rental situation and and the money in Dublin is a a lot different than in here. Mm -hmm. But then we were lucky that we managed to find a place here in the city center.
0: Because the things that I I remember, uh, we were in the process of moving out from Ireland. Then remember that I spent some time in Italy with Mm -hmm. my family, and then in Brazil, and then while you were in Dublin. And my mom had a neighbor that she was thinking about moving to Dublin. And I was like, are you sure? <laughs> yeah. Be- you know, it's really hard to find good apartments if you don't have a like, good job. Mm. And I-, I don't know. You you, you should mind that w- when you are looking. Because um, I, I ha- remember we had a neighbor that she was there seven or eight years. Yeah. And she said, like, I always had apartment issues here because we have so many international companies. You worked, Mm. let's not say who, (laughs) but...
1: But I had a, like, a big, big employee.
0: Yeah, a Mm. big uh, tech company. Mm. Most of the really big companies like Airbnb, Google... Yeah, uh, almost all
1: of those uh, big ones. Yeah like because of the tax reasons and they ha- want to mm-hmm. have a European headquarters.
0: Exactly. So, yeah, there's many jobs, but that's the one of the things that uh, landlords got greedy mm-hmm. and there isn't much uh, construction going on. Even I saw some new places and they were pretty steep and we were, uh, we were paying for the apartment that was half the size that we have now we were paying more money
1: yes and it, it it wasn't like like how would you maybe maybe the listeners think okay you got an apartment that it was small but maybe it was like a good quality or something mm-hmm. but it it like it had mold it had like uh, rodent issues it it, yeah. it it had like i remember like uh, having to first go in there and think okay how is it possible that you have only single windows you mm-hmm. have a bathroom from the 80s from the 70s yeah, i
0: haven't seen a bathroom like that with we the, had with like the
1: water tank up <laughs> to the ceiling yeah. and then you have the big tube going to the <laughs> seating area and then True. there's the the string that you pull to flush yeah.
0: even even when I, I we had the plumber that came he was like born and raised in ireland mm. he said i haven't seen a toilet like this in ages and i was like hmm. Yeah, that so doesn't it, <laughs> look good.
1: Yeah, so even if even if you managed to find apartment, it was more like okay, you 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 kind of are forced to take it. Yeah, you don't have much choices.
0: So that's the thing because it, and then of course the salaries they offer are pretty good because you need to have a, a very decent salary because the cost of living is quite uh, high. Yes, and so if you are ever planning to move be careful uh, in relation to that make sure that y- you can find an apartment before you go mm-hmm. and maybe you need to share if you're single maybe sharing the flat with couple people
1: yes sharing seems to be very common yeah even even if you have to share almost everything including bathroom and kitchen and uh, yeah. washing uh, like uh, the clothes washing facilities and yeah. stuff. So, but even then, even if you rent a single room, you would need to pay five up to five or over 100 euros.
0: Yeah. You had some places that uh, some sorry, you had some colleagues from work that they were paying as much as we did for the studio for a room. Yes. If you want to live in the really good location where things are happening and also there you cannot live too far from where you study or work because the public transportation is not so good so the thing is that um, I would always advise talk to people that lived there and that they had you know normal jobs for example um, I I tell people uh, if you don't have European citizenship moving here to the nordics could be a little bit more difficult yes because of the the amount of paperwork you need yeah, and to do yeah they don't
1: give much like uh, okay this is going to take 5 weeks this is going to take 2 days
0: uh, but this is everywhere yeah yeah everywhere um uh, it's very complicated dealing with bureaucracy and timetable Uh, of paperwork so if you're thinking that you want to move to a place you have to think of this like cost of life apartment situation and not only if you like it and you had fun Mm -hmm. on your vacation you know many many things to to consider and because i have done this six times I guess that would be my advice research research and a little bit more. Yeah,
1: if if I would give any advice as well, I would like to say that don't like let your life just pass through like like just like you can make choices and especially if you if you have let's say at least like a little bit of money. It you mm-hmm. you, you don't have to be rich. But you need, to, of course, some money in order to pay, for example, deposits or, 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 of course, like some things that we didn't consider. Like, for example, if you move around, you have to start like selling stuff and mm-hmm. maybe you have to put stuff into storage places. I the, see yeah, the, the, <laughs> there seems to be a lot of those things that from the first plan, you just think, okay, I'm just going to take my stuff and move out it, Usually it's more complicated. So please don't stay if you don't feel comfortable in your place. Life is too precious.
0: Yeah, and if you think that maybe that's not for me, I don't feel like I want to move, then invest in trips or maybe longer trips that you can go and see different countries. Here in Europe it's pretty easy to do because everything is close by. So you can manage even like in a short trip to see different places. But it's like this. I don't think that it's for everyone. But if you feel like you want to experience this at least once, I guess it's better to do it. Because at least you're going to have some stories to tell.
1: And maybe we'll move on to the next topic, which was yeah, I could talk
0: about that forever. So yeah, maybe we I should think move. this is very much
1: <laughs> like uh, we we have like this ongoing issue, and we have mm-hmm. stories to tell. Yeah, because I don't think we are gonna stick around in this place forever. So,
0: but for now, I wanna stay.
1: <laughs> yes. Um. So, in in the other topic that we we were talking about. About like our life philosophies and and what what is like uh, our stand in religion atheism spectrum, and do you have like something like life rules or do you think that when you do good deeds good deeds come back or?
0: I would like to think trying to continue on where we had before. Um, I think it's pretty good. I, I think I I like trying things even though if they don't work out as i wanted because i think this what if i have done this and what if if i had done that makes me crazy and i think ever since i was a child uh, i was born and raised catholic by my family but I think I have always been agnostic. I, I, refu- I flat out refused when my mom tried to put me in Sunday school, <laughs> <laughs> and there was no convincing, and because I just didn't see the point. And I studied in um, religious school, mm. which sucked most of the time because I was always putting myself in trouble trying, you know, mm. to question the authority of the nuns because, like, who says so? Kind of thing. So I always I, I I'm not an atheist yet. Mm-hmm. Uh I there is something that I still believe I just don't know what <laughs> How yeah, about I, you.
1: I I think I think maybe that's a very common like stand like if you you think that there is something more but you don't you don't know mm-hmm. necessarily is it like uh, what form or how does it, like, show on your your, on your life? But for me, for example, I'm total atheist. Like, I, I don't believe that there is any higher powers or some kind of god figures or or anything like that. I believe that, yes, there are other species mm-hmm. and there are other life forms and stuff, but I don't believe that there is this, like, some kind of mastermind behind mm-hmm. everything, and I don't believe that there is like something that just like okay, today I will create this planet Earth or no. whatever. Yeah, like I I don't I don't be- believe that. Mm-hmm. And I, I, and also I'm a little bit agnostic in a way because uh, of the reasons that we talked, but that's just like maybe in some issues but i bel- i think i'm more like 100% atheist. And
0: when you ask about the karma thing, it's something that like i believed it more in the past because you see so many crappy people that they still don't get what they deserve. So maybe that's not true. I would it's very comforting i think for you to think that, you know. Karma is a bitch and you will get your payback. What's yours? You know, it's waiting for you. For some people, you know, a big pot of lava <laughs> in hell wouldn't be a bad idea. But, you know, it's it seems that some people, some really bad people can uh, keep getting away. With so many horrible things they do, and it just makes you question like what if that's it? This is where you have your chance, and you have to do the best you can right here right now
1: yeah, I mean that that's that's very very common in because i I watch a lot of those. Religious videos and and I I don't understand like
0: I don't know how you do it because they make (laughs) me so mad. Like talk about what kind of videos you you're saying exactly. So yeah, yeah, because people understand
1: not necessarily like a Sunday sermon when they read the Bible or something, but more like not fundamentalist, but those people. It is. It is fundamentalist. Those people are nuts. Yeah, those people who think that, for example, that that there is a war going on in at the sky if you look look up the sky and you see like this this normal phenomenon like from the the sun sun flares or even like uh, what do you call that when the sun and the moon eclipse uh, eclipse and that, that that's somehow a sign or something and and for me it's very interesting to see how serious and very like Very like dedicated. Like this is a
0: podcast you cannot see, but I'm rolling my eyes really (laughs) hard
1: right now. It's. I think I don't know if it's exactly about the religious stuff that I uh, like, or is it the human, the psychology thing that what makes, what makes the human mind do these things? Like Mm. you, you, you make this okay. God and a religion is one thing, Mm. but you, you you are convinced that there is somebody there shooting somebody else yeah. and you can see the bullets like flying. Mm-hmm. So so what is going on in your mind when you see those things?
0: Yeah, and then it was really interesting because remember we talked about that that book that I was re- yes. reading, The Science of Belief, that they, they talk a lot about those things and they talk to religious people and lots of those fundamentalists Terrorists, uh, all, all those people that uh, conspiracy theories. Oh my God, those are pretty bad. And yeah. there's even a point that the book touches about politics and talks is uh, because it's an it's an American author, so he talks, of course, about Republicans and Democratic uh, supporters yeah. and mm-hmm. parties in the U.S. It's pretty bad, and h- how how people can be. Twisting the narratives and cherry-picking. Exactly. It's like, are you serious right now? And this week, of course, because nothing happened. Like I I said, I would go back to this as well. Nothing bad happened. (laughs) Joe Biden is president. Kamala Harris is president.
1: Inaugurations went fine.
0: Went fine. Um, And then, of course, it has been very amusing to see the kind of... For the lack of better expression, cuckoo banana kind of thing that's going yeah. on with the Q and forums, and people yeah. believing that actually there would the the Obamas the Clintons and uh, they would be beheaded in the yes. inauguration, and they were very Some, disappointed that it didn't happen. Yes, was it so, a lie, Dan?
1: Yeah, apparently there was something called the storm that mm-hmm. should have arrived and happened, and then. Obviously nothing happened. They were like, Oh my god, somebody lied. It was like a big conspiracy uh, conspiracy. It is very strange.
0: Yeah, and wasn't it somebody because I always was I uh, was also reading because today is January twenty third. Wasn't it anyone saying the world was supposed to finish today? Well we're still here. Um,
1: yeah. And it wasn't the first time. No, but like some, countless so but, but somehow it's like like if I go a little bit back to the point of like where we started about the karma and like these things that when when you do good things and they come back. W- what about like for example these people who do bad things because they believe in these um, let's say QAnon th- stuff. Like mm-hmm. you stormed the capital, and in your hearts of hearts you think that this is a good thing that I'm doing. I should be rewarded from this.
0: But how is it a good thing that you try to sell uh, a computer that potentially could have, uh, you know, national secrets? It didn't have, but to Russians. So how is that patriotism? It's it, it doesn't make any sense.
1: Yeah, I agree with, like you said, about twisting for the purpose. It's like making a scientific study and already like, okay, this is sponsored by and paid for by Pepsi company. So Mm -hmm. they will just make a study that will, oh, Pepsi is the best cola in the world. Like Mm -hmm. it's not about making like a scientific study and whatever S- results are they are the results and th- there's nothing you can do about it it's it's I think this is one of those things that we could go also go on and mm-hmm. on and on yeah but I think we're hitting the 30 minute mark so yeah maybe we should start wrapping it up
0: yeah it's very much a current topic today and you can see all this crazy beliefs nowadays and it's another thing that they are a little bit part of the fake news as well. You have to fight them. Yes. Because it's not easy. It's not easy. And next week, then, what are we talking about next week?
1: Well, next week on the episode four, we are hoping to set up uh, something about about fashion. Mm -hmm. About, for example, the good old fashion question. Why on earth... Doesn't women's slack have proper pockets. I keep
0: complaining, I think as long as we have known each other like seven, eight years or so, I keep saying like you just say put it in your pocket and I was like, Yeah, how
1: Yeah and also <laughs> this this is very interesting that we have had like our own experiences because I'm a little bit bigger and I need like a plus sizes But when I go to the normal H&Ms or whatever...
0: Don't say normal. I don't like this word, normal.
1: (laughs) I mean, normal... Well, okay. Uh, When I go to buy my my clothes, all I see are like racks and racks full of small, extra small. And nobody buys them because even if you are, let's say, in smaller size than average... Like, you don't fit into these sizes. So yeah. what's this about?
0: Well, there's people that fit on the sizes, but the thing is that there should be sizes for everyone to be size inclusive, that I, if I, if I wear a size extra small, I go to the same place that somebody buys the extra large. It doesn't make sense to cater to just one kind of uh, individual because people come in all kinds of shapes. So... I think it's a little bit better now than in the past, but let's not go into this. Otherwise, we're going to venture into next week's subject.
1: So thank you again for listening, and and we will hope you can... Uh, uh, how did you want to end this episode?
0: Uh, just remember to look for us on stickwithus.net, and we also have our Twitter account as well. Yes. Same name.
1: And if you want to send email, it's the info at stickwithus.net.
0: Till next time. Bye.